Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here on KBXL 94.1 FM. I'm Ken Lewis. I'm the director of FCA here in Idaho, and... Uh, Glad to be with you guys this morning and in the studio with us is one of our FCA board members and actually our new FCA board chair here in Idaho, Kim Beckadall. Kim, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ken. I'm I'm happy to be here this morning. Well, it's great to have you here, and I know we're we're trying to get um, our board members on, you know, that that represent FCA here in Idaho. We're wanting to interview them because they all have great and unique stories about things God's done in their life. And uh, so it's, it's exciting to have you here with us this morning. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Well, well, folks, um, we have uh, some an FCA event coming up um, in December that we want to tell you about. It's uh, it's with uh, it's in conjunction with the famous Idaho potato bowl. And this is our 17th year of doing this breakfast we have a breakfast that's the day before the bowl game so i know kim you've been to this this bowl breakfast many years haven't you yes yes i have i think it's amazing i i love it i'm i'm just happy to be a part of the of the breakfast bowl well, the the bowl game is on Friday the 21st, but our breakfast, the FCA breakfast, is the day before, which is Thursday, December 20th. And you can, uh, if you're interested in getting uh, more information, you can get that at fcaidaho.org. That's our web, local website here in Idaho, fcaidaho.org. Um, but this year we've got, um, and we've have every year we get some great speakers. God just blesses mm-hmm. us with some incredible speakers. But this year we have Tim Brown, who is our uh, Heisman Trophy winner, a wide receiver at the University of Notre Dame. And so this is, I think, our first year of having a Notre Dame alum. And it's our first Heisman. And then he played with the Raiders for 16 years and then a little bit with the Buccaneers. And he's in the NFL Hall of Fame. So Tim Brown. And so we're really excited. And it's going to be fun, isn't it, Yes, it's going to be. And I know a lot of people are very excited. When I mentioned it to some of the coaches that I reach out to and I asked them if they were interested, this was when we first found out, they were immediately, I'm in, get me down. (laughs) Please, I'm going to bring my kids. We want to come. Well, and so... um, we're just really excited. So that's 7.30 a.m. on Thursday, December 20th. And I know, you know, for a lot of a lot of kids are still in school. A lot of teachers and coaches, they are in school. They're still in school there. Mm-hmm. But there are some creative ways to, yes. to get there. Um, yes. But we just would encourage you, if you are interested, if you're a Notre Dame fan, Oakland Raider fan, or you just want to come here, you know, because we have a, we'll have an athlete from each team, a, a football player from each team that's playing in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Mm-hmm. We'll have them share in a Q and A and and share their testimony. And uh, we've seen some neat things happen at this event, have we? Kim? We have, and you know, I remember last year when the two athletes shared. It was really hard to decide who you even wanted to cheer for because <laughs> you loved you loved them both. I mean, both athletes were just amazing in sharing their testimony and their journey to their colleges. And I mean, it was really hard. I wanted to, I kind of did cheer for both teams <laughs> because you loved them both. 
Yeah. And their testimonies were awesome. That's right. We had uh, University of Wyoming yeah. and uh, Central Michigan yes. University yeah. uh, playing against each other. And Josh Allen, yep. who uh, he was quarterback, he was actually at the breakfast, which was cool. And uh, so, so anyway, folks, it's Thursday, December 20th um, at the Boise Center, downtown Boise. Uh, get more information at fcaidaho.org. You can purchase a ticket and we have a special rate for coaches and students. Or And then uh, if you want to just purchase a single ticket or a couple tickets or if you want to uh, say you your your son or son is like uh, part of a youth football team here in the valley an optimist team or and you want to get their team to go you can purchase a table at a discounted uh, price as well for 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 coach or for coaches and athletes. And then um, also purchase a table, like if you own a business and you want to take some people from your your business. Um, and a lot of people do that, don't yeah. they? Yeah, they really do. And it can become a, an amazing tradition for, for you and your children and your friends of your family. Um, it has been, I know for my family and, and the coaches that have been coming um, for the last, gosh, six, seven, eight years, they bring their boys and it's just, it's become this tradition that they don't want to miss. And it, it can really be an amazing tradition because it's a wonderful morning of worship. And just being a part of the FCA is just, it's just, I guess, not hard to get excited about the Lord and about what's happening with uh, at, with FCA. And and it's uh, it's right before Christmas. Yes. It's, you know, some relatives are in town already. Absolutely. So, hey, maybe you yeah. could bring yep. some relatives or friends or neighbors or you know, some, some folks yeah. from your school or business. So, and, and folks, if you want to send a coach, if you have a, a youth football coach or a high school football coach, you can do that. So you can get more information at fcido.org yeah. and you can contact me there. So, well, Kim, you mentioned coaches mm-hmm. and you were, uh, your relationship with coaches that you were a principal in the Napa school district at Skyview high school mm-hmm. for, for how many years? Were 10 you years, 10, 10 years. years. And before mm-hmm. that you were at, at South middle school, South so. middle school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we are so blessed to have you in the Treasure Valley. I know you didn't grow up here. No. You're originally from North Dakota, right? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> Born and raised in Williston, North Dakota. Wow. And then, so you were a, a teacher. Yes. Mm-hmm. I started teaching um, at Williston High School in um, 1979. So um, I it was interesting because there were two positions open at the time, one at the middle school and uh, one at the high school, and I'm a brand new teacher just looking for, you know, going to get a job. And I actually told the principal, I want the high school job. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, what young teacher says it? Anyway, I did get the high school job and um, taught PE and swimming and, and health uh, for and tutored children and, and um and for drug and alcohol in an inpatient for 28 day treatment center. And I, I just, I guess I love that journey of teaching. So you started teaching in 1979 yep. and you said you, uh, and you, you came here to Idaho in 2000. Mm-hmm. So that was, you had quite a career in there, yeah. North Dakota and you coached as well. Yes, right? Yes. My first coaching job, I guess if you, would, uh, was, I was a cheer coach. Um, I had been a high school athlete. I was a track athlete. But my first job, the principal said, I need you to be the cheering advisor. And I'm like, okay, sure. Was that a dangling? That's how you got the job? I was like, if that's <laughs> what I job. need to do, I, I, I'll i be a cheer. I don't know anything about it, but I guess I'll learn. So, Wow. Yeah. 
And then you went on, you were a swim coach I was well. the girl swim team coach. Um, in Because in, in North Dakota, swimming is a sanctioned sport. Every school has swimming. We had our own indoor pool. Every school has wow. their indoor pool. And swimming was a requirement for the freshmen. So um, I taught swimming and um, and then was the swim team coach for, for a year for the girls. And it was, it was a, we had a wonderful time. It was wow. great to be a part of that. Well, and that's kind of how you got involved yes. with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes yes. a couple years into yes. it, right? Yeah. Tell us how, how you got involved well, with FCA. I don't even, I mean, it's kind of a, like I've said, Ken, it's kind of an interesting uh, journey. My, my friend was coaching girls basketball at uh, UND Williston at the time. It's Williston State now. It's a two-year junior college. She was a girls basketball coach and we had um, kind of a, uh, there was a ministry of, uh, of going on there, but we somehow found out about this, a fellowship of Christian athletes camp in Estes Park. And we thought, hey, wouldn't it be fun to take some kids, some girls to this camp? We knew nothing about it, but we got a bunch of girls. We got a van from the college and we we took this group of girls to the first uh, to our first uh, um, FCA camp in Estes Park, and that I think was the was, summer of nineteen eighty. I think it was the summer of eighty one. Yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. So how many miles was that trek? Oh that my journey? gosh! I think it was. Well, it took us a couple of days because we our first day. I know we got to Denver, Colorado, and we stayed in Denver, and um, so we got. And then the next day we went down to to Estes Park. Wow. Yeah. It was an amazing, it was an amazing trip for all of us. And how many years then, do you, did you ever figure that out? How many years you ended up, or where else did you guys go to FCA well, camps? we went to Estes Park that first summer. And then um, the next summer we went to a camp in Nebraska, in a Blaine, Nebraska, I think. Wow. And then in between those camps, our first year at Estes Park, we met a a, a girl who was actually our roommate, my friend Penny and I from Williston, we met a girl from Miles City, Montana. And she had, her and her brother were teachers and they had, FCA was going strong at the time. And um, they invited us to some of their mini camps. And at the that S was in, Montana. in Montana, in Miles okay. City, and that was only three hours away from us. So we did a number of mini camps between Miles City and the Williston College and Madeline Manning Mims was at the Estes Park as the as the speaker that year, and she came. Uh, she we just connected with her, and she came to our mini camps, one in Miles City, one in in Williston at the college. Wow! And so we just got plugged in by, you know, we were all in, um, and then we started doing some of the mini camps between between um, Miles City and and Williston. Wow! Yeah. Wow, what a, what a neat yeah neat history, and I know we're going in a little bit later when you're into your involvement at FCA here in mm -hmm. Idaho, you know. But that's what a what a neat beginning to your your FCA yeah you know career and heritage. So going back then, you you went to Williston State mm -hmm. and you were a, played volleyball and and were a track, track yeah I played there. volleyball my first my first year and then I broke a finger and and um so I, w I was just kind of the manager but my real passion um those two years was in uh track okay so i i was a track athlete what did you what did you run i did the, at it was a 200 and the 400 and i ran um anchor on the medley relay and the mile relay oh wow so you're pretty yep. fast <laughs> well 
<laughs> At the time, maybe. <laughs> well, cool. And then you went on to Concordia yes. there mm-hmm. in uh-huh. North Dakota. Or that was actually uh, Minnesota, yeah. right? Concordia College in Moorhead, Minnesota. Um, that was my last two years. Um, and I decided uh, I, I was going to go out for track. And because I was a PE major, one of the coaches said to me, hey, I heard you golf. And I said, yeah. Um, she goes, do you want to be on the golf team? And I said, sure. <laughs> so I was on the golf team for, for two years. Um, and now... They knew to, you're an athlete. They thought, hey, yeah, this, no problem. Yeah, yeah. And it was fun. We had a grand time. Um, uh, we had beautiful golf courses all over Minnesota. I mean, we it was it was wonderful. But I decided after that that I would never golf again unless it was in a best ball tournament. <laughs> it was just too much pressure. But wow. it was fun. We had a we had a great coach and a and a, a great team. Wow. So. Well, folks, if you're just joining us here this morning at Heart of the Athlete, we're visiting mm-hmm. with uh, Assistant Superintendent at yes. the CUNA, in the CUNA District, Kim mm-hmm. Beckadall, and former Skyview High School principal. So, mm-hmm. well, Kim, growing up in North Dakota, mm-hmm. what was it like for you coming to the Lord and getting to know about who Jesus was in your life? You know, um, I we talk about this a lot. I I had an amazing youth group. We had a pastor at our church that his son was also in the youth group, and he just, he invested in the youth. Mm-hmm. He took us to camps. He took us, he took us everywhere, but we had youth group on Monday nights, and um, our whole church, the front of our church, it was a big Lutheran church, but um, he, he was just so even, evangelical, and um there was a, a camp one summer, uh, it was a Campus Crusade for Christ camp out in San Bernardino, California. And we had raised money all summer to go on this trip, the youth group. We had like two buses of kids. And uh, we went out to the Campus Crusade for Christ, and um, Josh McDowell was actually the oh, speaker. Wow. And his wife, who wasn't his wife at the time, was my counselor. Oh my and gosh. she thought he was cute. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah. So anyway, um, I I accepted Christ at the camp at that uh, at when Arrow, I was in, Arrowhead at, at Arrowhead Springs that summer of my freshman year in Just high out school. Of San mm-hmm. yeah. And I couldn't understand why everybody that came along with us didn't do the same thing. I uh-huh. had some dear friends that came on the trip and they're like, yeah, that's not for me. But for me, I knew going back that my friends were going to change, that that who I was hanging out with, things I was doing was going to change. And I wanted that change, but I knew it was going to change um, some relationships. And I, and I wanted to be a part of something that, that God wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really wanted to change. And the youth group was my network, was my, was my family. And it was pretty cool. Well, it's that's important, yeah. you yeah. know, to yeah. to surround ourselves with some folks yeah. that we can do life with that will help encourage us yeah. and sharpen us yeah. and, and the Word of God, and as well as you know, be yeah. able to uh, that encouragement and walking with the Lord daily. And uh, well, in our my youth group, Ken was. I mean, we would go, we would travel to little churches, and and we would sing, and we would share our testimonies. And we'd travel all over North Dakota just, and we'd stay at camps or in somebody's home. And, but then the summer of 72, it was Explo 72. 
was in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl. And we, we went down to, our youth group went down to the Cotton Bowl. We had quite an amazing journey on that trip. Um, we were in Rapid City the night that it was starting to flood. And um, I don't know, I mean, that's a long time ago. There was this huge flood and, and lots of people were killed. But we were trying to get out of Rapid City. We had bus trouble. Wow. We had two bus, our bus and a car, I guess. And um, our bus driver said, we just pulled out of town and the bus stopped. And he said, and it was pouring rain and he knew, we knew it was bad. But he said, I need everybody to pray. And he said, if this doesn't start, we're going to be stuck here. And we we're all quiet. I'll never forget. It. I can see us all. We we're just quiet. We're praying. He goes out and he did something. The bus started up and we were just like, and, and we got to our next des- de- destination. But in the morning we found out that Rapid City had the flood and many wow. people were killed. Wow. And it was really, I mean, God just protected us. And, wow. and got that bus, yeah. bus running. We did. We got the bus running and wow, we went to Dallas. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was, an, that was, I remember making another stand of just reaffirming my faith at, at that and coming back. It was a time where there was kind of an explosion of, of people just coming to the Lord, you know, and um, there were people were just on fire in that summer coming back. People were just getting saved right and left and wow. parks at night. There was music. There was just everybody kind of come together and witness was just it was really a time of being on fire for the Lord. It was pretty cool. Well, there's a, a scene in the movie Woodlawn. Yes, I, I know. There's I several know. scenes and yes. many references. Yes. Because I know that, yep. that the movie Woodlawn was yep. there and, and taken out of Alabama, Birmingham, yeah. Alabama. But the, um, the youth pastor at that church who actually came on staff with FCA and was yep. ministering to that school, yep. he was the FCA staff at Woodlawn. Yeah. He had got, he had been at that same. Yeah, and I saw the conference. movie. I saw the movie and I even made reference to the, my family. I said, I was actually there. In 1972 yeah. mm-hmm. at the Cotton Bowl yep. in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Sitting right on the, on the football wow. field. So who were the speakers? Was Billy Graham at that? Billy Graham was there. Um, Johnny Cash was one of the singers at the time. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> I just watched <laughs> yes. that documentary. Yes. Yeah. On Netflix yep. about Johnny Cash. Yeah. And they, they and showed was, that. Yeah. They talked about him there. and Billy Graham. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's it was, amazing connections. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we had a we had a fabulous time and it was just I mean, but to come back, the people that came back and then to see just this explosion in our city of of faith of we have what was called Harmon Park and there was music like every night there were there was different musical groups that were playing and people were just coming to know the Lord. I mean, wow. it was just a we were doing door-to-door ministry and our pastor name was Pastor Melheim and and he was just so dedicated to mm-hmm. to our youth group mm-hmm. and and no matter where we were in life it didn't matter he just took us how we were wow you come know? as you are come as you are wow. you know and that's what made it I think a powerful youth group and we, we would share where we were we'd come together we'd share we'd sing and we just were we just had exploded as a wow. as an amazing. The Holy youth Spirit group. was mm-hmm. doing some amazing very, things across the country, and I know, yeah. coming out of the late sixties, early seventies, the yeah. Jesus movement that was coming out mm-hmm. of California, mm-hmm. but that was you know in Texas, and yep. you guys were going all the yeah. way down from yeah. North Dakota, yeah. And uh, and God was just moving. He really he, was like He's moving today. Yeah. And I know that we we pray 
a lot yeah. about revival Absolutely. these days, you know, for coaches yeah. and athletes yeah. and all who they influence. And it can be there. We've seen it. And I know I've heard pastors talk about that revival coming back. And I mean, it was there. I've, I've seen it. And I know it can happen again. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's exciting. So you were in education about 21 years there in North Dakota. You, you and your husband, you guys move your family here mm-hmm. to Idaho and you were principal jobs there at South and Skyview. Uh-huh. And then I know we, when you were principal at Skyview, that's how we got to know each right. other through Bill Barr, who was the yep. FCA um, huddle coach advisor mm-hmm. over there at Skyview. And then um, I know when we were, we started hosting that camp, the mm-hmm. Northwest FCA sport camp that we host every year. And uh, at the end of June and uh, you, you started offering up, you know, you know, the facilities at Skyview cause we had overflow. We had, we couldn't all right. do it at NNU and, so for you, Kim, I mean, we just want to, I want to tell you, thank you. And, oh, and for just yeah. all your, how you've opened a lot of doors for FCA camp and FCA and other places. And, um, but why FCA? Why, why after all these years, and now you're assistant superintendent at CUNA with Wendy, Wendy Johnson out there, yeah. <laughs> used to teach with her when I was teaching out at CUNA, but and why she's FCA? Amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's an amazing gal. Um, you know, Ken, I, I remember when you when you came and you needed some um, space or you needed some facilities, and I think it was that connection was because I because of I had been involved in FCA in North Dakota, and I saw what it did for the girls that we took. I saw what it did for myself. I saw what a great ministry it was, and I was just I was so happy that maybe we could help. Um, your the camp for the kids mm-hmm. because I knew it would be a an it, it would be an amazing blessing that that lives would be changed and and what was what FCA promotes would would just help them and these kids who really go through some difficult times but mm-hmm. but also help athletes just take a stand for for what's right and give them that support um, and surrounding of other Christians that in their schools and in their communities. And so I was really happy to be able that, to be able to reach I mean, be able to offer that and make that work. And I know one of the first years you wanted the baseball field and, and um, Bill Buckner was going to, that's right. Bill Buckner was yeah. going to be the, the coach for the baseball. That was a, just like, Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, that was an easy one for yeah. our coach to give up his field you know, uh, because he knew Bill was going to take good care of it. And so, right. I mean, and from there, it just was every year we just set it aside because and it's we kept growing. It's kept growing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know we had so many athletes this last summer. We had to split, you know, we had, had yeah. some at Nampa High and some at Skyview and then the rest of the sports were on the yeah. campus at NNU. So, well, thank you, Kim, so much. Um, you know, any advice to parents out there about, getting involved, getting them themselves or they're getting their kids or grandkids involved with FCA. You just have a couple minutes here left. Well, um, like, like my, my youngest son was, was involved with Bill. Bill, Bill was an amazing mentor and, and, um, he, my son and, and his friends, if you were hooked and, um, they would go before school, you know, one day a week. And I, I think that, what it does for athletes, student athletes, and if they can get their friends involved, it gives them that support to take a stand for their faith. Mm-hmm. And every night after after every football game, that group that went to FCA 
would go out on the field after a game and pray. And I have I have a big picture of that. And some of the kids would see, some of the football players would see the other boys go out there and they, they'd turn around and go out too. They weren't sure what it was, but that was a witness to them. Right. I think for parents and grandparents, if you have the opportunity to have your your sons and your daughters, your grandchildren go to an FCA camp, it will change their lives, but it will change, give them lifelong friends and help them with a with the support of taking a stand in it and where it's, where it's kind of tough these days for kids to, to be a witness in their community. And, but it, but there's so, I don't know, it's just, there's so many positive um, people surrounding the kids. It's a such a positive atmosphere and our kids need that. They need that influence of positive role models. And FCA does that for, for athletes and it just gives them that support and a and sometimes they just need that they need one person to say yes i'm going to take a stand and be and and they will do it too right and so that's what i talk to my own kids about too is be that be that witness take a stand yeah and um others will join you and that's what happens well um, as you're sitting there describing that's you're describing our goals of the FCA huddle it's 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 fellowship Mm-hmm. It's growth in the relationship with Jesus Christ yeah. and it's outreach. Yeah. And as you were sitting there describing it, you described all three of those. So, <laughs> well, Kim, it is just a pleasure to have you not only on the show, but to, to be on our board and also now our, our new FCA board chair here in Idaho. And we're excited about what that's going to look like. Yeah. I know we're, we're unpacking that some uh-huh. more. So um, we're look, looking forward to the future and what a great adventure God has us on. So thanks so much for taking the time to be on the show today. Thank you, Ken, for inviting me. Thank you for coming out even a number of years ago to to invite me to be on the board. I was very honored at that time to just be involved, to stay involved with FCA. So thank you. Well, folks, we'll have a great day and God bless. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.